0: Good evening everybody this is Robert Lee camp coming to you live from Asheville North Carolina uh, I moved here in the year 2000 I came here to visit in uh, that year and I thought I'd found heaven <laughs> and I haven't left well I have left here but I mean, I've been here ever since basically hope you guys are having a pleasant year new year after our big holiday season getting through the holidays, uh, which is sometimes trying. You know, if you're born, if you're like a Taurus, for example, uh, Christmas and New Year's occurs for you in your Saturn period. So it's funny because Tauruses are this really giving sign. They like to give and they give great presents and all this. And they have... The hardest time during the giving, the season of giving. So it's very interesting how things work out in life. Um, we have an interesting show. We're going to talk about the magic formula. Uh, I wanted to say, like the word magic, it comes from the word magi, right? And uh, but in the old, in the in the ancient days, the magi were not uh, magicians that were doing illusion. They were actually the astrologers and the metaphysicians uh, who seemed to have secret powers because they could read and understand the signs and portents and the stars and the planets. And everybody thought they were magical. And, and actually the prophet Daniel was known to do some pretty magical stuff. I don't know how he did it, but uh, you know, it, the word magic comes from that so this isn't a formula the formula that was taught by Frank Koenig who was the Grand Master of the Order of the Magi in 1992 when I was initiated and I didn't know it existed before that no one had ever mentioned it I mean I had been in contact with a lot of card people and um, no one had ever talked about uh, some kind of formula Uh, That you could do in your head, and I was just really uh, very happy about it. Um, So I'm going to tell you that, and then how to find the planetary ruling card. And if we have time, we'll talk a little bit about the decanate ruling card. Um, So I want to just explain to anybody who's new that we have a short lecture here in the beginning, a little talk. Then we have a short break, and when we come back, I turn this into Q&A mode, question and answer mode. And when I do that, if you're using the app, uh, one of the applications, there will be a little hand or something you can click on and you can ask to speak to me or to share or to ask a question. If you're calling in on your phone, you have to hit star six and then the number one to get in the list of people to ask questions. This is going to be a little bit shorter uh, show than normal. Uh, Mostly because on December uh, 14th of last year, which was four weeks ago, my wife and I had a baby, (laughs) and it's really, the nighttime is kind of tough, to be honest. (coughs) We have to split up uh, the times and so forth, and I'm usually in bed by now, and I'm usually going to sleep, so I'm going to do my best to stay awake, and, and I hope you enjoy the show. Okay, so... The, um, the formula is, is, is two parts. The first part is you have to know what the solar value of every card in the deck is because the formula is going to give you a number from 1 to 52, and that number corresponds to one of the cards in the deck. And that number is called the solar value of the card, and it starts with the hearts and goes through the clubs and then the diamonds and the spades. So the ace of hearts has solar value 1, and the King of Hearts has solar value 13. Ace of Clubs is 14, King of Clubs is 26. Ace of Diamonds is 20, I'm sorry, uh, yeah, Ace of Diamonds is 27, and uh, the King of Diamonds is (laughs) 39, (coughs) and then we have the Ace of Spades, which is 40, and the King of Spades, which is 52. So you have to be able to, if I say, what number is 30, you have to be able to, in your head, figure out that that's the Four of Diamonds. If I say the number is 48, uh, you have to know that that is the Nine of Spades. So you have to kind of memorize this little, group, this little group of cards from 1 to 52, what number each card is. The way I do it, the easiest way is to realize that the kings are 13. Always multiples of 13. So it's King Hearts 13, 26. 39 for the King of Diamonds and 52 for the King of Spades, and then I just subtract back from that to get the card that I want from whatever number is given to me. But you can do whichever way you want. But that's the way I do it. So that's the num that's the first part of this equation. Okay, and then there's the formula, which is really, really kind of simple. Actually, it's uh, second or third grade math. It's not complicated, though. It it it, when you're doing it without a piece of paper, it can be a little bit challenging for those of us who haven't, you know, visited third grade in quite a long time. So the formula is as this. You take uh the number of the month. So months are numbered from one to twelve. January is one, December is twelve. You take the number of the month and you multiply it by two. So if it's uh June, for example you take the number six, which is the number for June, and you multiply it times two, and you get twelve. Okay? If it's November, it's eleven, so forth. October is ten, uh, March is three, you know, so forth and so on. So you take the number of the month. So write this down, so you don't forget it. Number of the month times two. Then you add to this number the day of the month, whatever the day of the month is. We're gonna take uh, we're gonna take June eighteenth. Uh, For our, for example, okay, so 6 and 6 is 12 plus 18 equals 30. So you get 30 from that, but that's not the end of it. So then you take that number and you subtract it from 55. So it's month times 2 plus the day of the month. Subtract it all from 55, and that gives you the solar value of the card. That you're looking for. So June 18th is 30, from 55 leaves 25, and 25 is just one below 26, which is the king of clubs, so it has to be the queen of clubs. That happens to be Paul McCartney's birthday, in case you didn't know, um, and probably lots of other famous people too. Let's take one more example. Let's take uh, March 30th, okay? So March is 3. Three times two is six plus thirty is thirty-six. Thirty-six subtracted from fifty-five is actually happens to be nineteen. Uh, I just know, happen to know that I do this a lot in my head. So you could do this in your head, you know. So nineteen is six past the king of hearts. So it's a club, and it's six past it, so it's a six of clubs. That's basically how you do it. Okay? I find this to be very valuable. When I'm out on the street, when I'm just walking around meeting people, I can ask them their birthday. I always ask my waiter or waitress their birthday. I just want to know. I like to watch people. I like to study them. I like to see what they're like. I like to know their cards, and then sometimes I'll tell them something about their card. You know, from my own experience of doing the cards, I'll say something about their card. Hopefully, it'll re- it'll connect with them. It usually does and they they actually appreciate it. I have never had anybody well that's not true I have one person in 20 years who, who wouldn't give me his birthday and uh, he finally did and I and I understood he was a 5 he didn't want to be he didn't want to know his card. he didn't want anything about it. he didn't want to be blocked up in a box he that's what basically what he said so I didn't tell him anything about himself he didn't want to hear it <laughs> he was a 5 <laughs> to him that was a prison and that 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 hearing about his card was a prison he did not want to go into so having this formula and by the way we're recording all this so those of you who might have stepped in a little late you can listen to it after the fact and get the rest of the formula gives you the birth card of the person now the planetary ruling card is always a card in our life spread so In order to find it you're going to need to know first of all you're going to have to have access to every cards life spread now there is these uh, grand solar spreads there's a picture of all the cards all 52 cards in the life spread and if you know how to read that you can read everybody's life spread you can read their mercury venus mars jupiter saturn uranus neptune and pluto cards which is what you need you need the mercury through pluto cards to find out someone's planetary ruling card without looking in the book okay um and if you don't have that access to that then it's not really of much use to you so i'm just going to tell everybody anyway in case you ever do get access to um, learning how to read all the life spreads of each card. You should be able to say, oh, uh, if a person is a five of clubs, you need to be able to know that their Mercury card is three of diamonds, their Venus card is the ace of spades, their Mars card is the seven of hearts, and their Pluto card is the nine of spades, and so forth. You need to be able to how to how to look that up. You can do it, in, the, of course, in the Love Cards book, but the Love Card book already tells you what their ruling card is for you but if you want to know how to look it up yourself I am at a point where I've used this so much that I basically know all the life spreads of every card I do I mean I have just been using it so long that it's just become it's become ingrained in my memory it's not like I have a photographic memory but it's become ingrained in my memory from usage um, and it will happen to you, too, if you use the cards a lot, especially professionally doing readings and so forth. You'll start, to, you'll start to know a lot of the birthdays without even looking, and then you'll gradually learn how to find the ruling card. So the first step is knowing how to find a person's Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto card in their life spread. And then you, then the ruling card is the planet. That rules the sun sign. So if I am a Cancer, which I am, Cancer is ruled by the moon. And so my planetary ruling card will be my moon card, which happens to be in the life spread, the one just to the right of the birth card, the one just behind it. Uh, I'm a queen of diamonds, and my moon card is the ace of diamonds. So I'm a queen of diamonds with an ace of diamonds planetary ruling card. Now, There is a, if I were a Pisces, Queen of Diamonds, and there is a Pisces, Queen of Diamonds, uh, uh, that that Pisces is ruled by Neptune. So if I'm a Pisces, it would be my Neptune card in my life spread, which is a Queen of Spades. And that is the only birthday of the year that has a Queen for the birth card and the ruling card. It's very, very unique. Uh, you don't see that there is a couple birthdays that have double kings and I believe there's some double jacks yeah there are some double jacks also but only one for the double queen okay so you need to know what planet governs what sign okay because you're going to end up with uh, a sign a Sun sign for each person now Leo is the only sign that's actually ruled by the sun itself. So in the case of a Leo person, the planetary ruling card is the same as the birth card. It's a double of the birth card. It's not that they don't have a ruling card. It's that the ruling card is the exact same card as the birth card. So there's not a difference there in their meanings. Uh, It means, though, that they are a more enhanced and more doubled version that's why you, Leos are like the pure, they're kind of like the pure expression of a card. More pure than any other sign because every other sign has a different ruling card that, that is different. So it's, their personality has more, uh, facets to it. The Leo personality has less facets and they're a lot clearer and more distinct. And that's how Leos are they're very they're like uh, personalities They're, you know they're they're very distinctive you don't you don't uh ignore them usually in the in, in life now there are some exceptions some leaders are a little more laid-back but in general they're pretty much out front about everything I have a drink of water here okay so you know you need to know that uh Aquarius is ruled by Uranus and that Saturn is ruled by, I mean, uh, Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. You need to know that Gemini and Virgo are both ruled by Mercury. So if you're a Gemini or a Virgo, your ruling card is your Mercury card. You need to know that uh, that both Taurus and Libra are ruled by Venus. So if you're a Taurus or a Libra, your ruling card is the Venus card in your life spread. So that um, basically describes how that Works and since we do have a little time here, just to why not real quickly, I'm going to say a few words about the Decanate Ruling Card. The Decanate Ruling Card is. It comes from a theory in astrology where every sun sign, which has or every sign in the zodiac which has 30 degrees in it. There's 30 degrees in each sign. There's 12 signs. There's 360 degrees in a circle. Okay, so these 12 signs each have 30 degrees. So they they take this 30 degrees and they divide it into three 10 degree segments called decanates. So the first 10 degrees would be the first decanate, the second 10 degrees would be the second, and so forth, the third decanate. So in order to know the decanate ruler of of any person, you need to know how many degrees their sun is of the sign that it's in. Okay. You can pretty much guess that if you're born, uh, the the signs t- change from one to the other around the 20th, the 21st, or 22nd of the month. So around the 21st of the month, it'll go from one sign to the next. And when you get into that sign, the first about the first nine or ten days will be in the first decanate. So if you're born like between the 21st and the end of the month, you know you're in the first decanate of your sign. Okay? Uh, but just to be sure, everybody should actually run their chart. And every any program, you can go to astro.com. It's free, astro.com. And you can get your chart done there, and you can look, and it'll tell you how many degrees your sun is in its sign. Okay, And if it's more than 10, it's in the second decanate, between, t- between 10 and uh 19 and 59 seconds and then 20 to 30 or uh, you know i'm it's it it's a little tricky when you get really close on the edge there but i believe it's zero to 10 and then 10 anything above 10 to um 20 whatever i'm not i'm not exact 100 percent on this but it's I forget how where it stops and starts right there at, the, at those 10-degree marks, but it's very rare that somebody is that close, so you wouldn't have to worry about that. If you're between 0 and 10, your first decanate, if you're between 10 and 20, second decanate. And then, once you have the decanate, if you're in the first decanate, you don't have a distinctive decanate ruling card. If you're in the first decanate, it's like being a Leo. The decanate ruler is the same as your planetary ruler. Okay, whatever that is. OK, just remember that. OK. And then the second decanate, what you would be in is the next sign of the same element of your sun sign. So if your sun sign, let's say, is uh, Leo, um, which is a fire sign, the next fire sign after Leo is Sagittarius. So the second decanate of Leo would be Sagittarius and the third decanate would be Aries, which is the third Fire sign. So you're going to need to know to use that. You're going to need to know uh, the signs. Which there's three of each element. There's three fire, three earth, three water, and three air. Okay. And your sun sign is one of these. And you need to know which is the first. From your your first is the one you're already in, of course. And the second and third will be the next ones if you proceed around the zodiac. Okay, so you need to know which one comes next after yours. Like if you're a Taurus, for example, the next Earth sign that happens, which is what you are an Earth sign, is Virgo, and the next Earth sign after that, the third decanate would be Capricorn. If you're uh, a Cancer, the next decanate after Cancer is Scorpio, and the next decanate after that, the third decanate for a Cancer would be Pluto. Um, I'm sorry would be sorry Scorpio which is ruled by Pluto and then the third decanate would be Pisces which is ruled by Neptune okay I happen to be in the second decanate of cancer so my decanate ruler is my Pluto card again which happens to be the Jack of clubs which once I discovered that so many questions were answered I could not understand why I connected so well with tenor clubs people I, you know, they're nowhere near my birth card and my ruling card. There's hardly any, there's no connection with those cards, uh, really, between my birth card and ruling card to the Ten of Clubs. But the decanate Ruler, it's right, they're right next to each other, Ten and Jack of Clubs. And it explained, that like, just everything just fell into place, and I understood. And I've seen that this decanate Ruler is just as important as the birth card and the ruling card. For doing yearly readings and for doing relationship readings, so I would never not use them. Um, if you know, I use them when I when I can because they're all valid and they're all useful. So the decanate ruler is a little more complicated. Uh, there are articles in several of the visions volumes. I believe there's a chapter in the latest edition of Cards of Your Destiny um, about how to find it. Um, so there's plenty of resources for, that, for you to find it if you want to start using it. And you definitely should know your own Decanate Ruler. Uh, so when you meet people, you can see how you connect with them through your Decanate Ruler card. Absolutely. It's worth, it's worth having. It's worth knowing. I found it to be extremely useful in my own personal life and in the professional life. And whatever I read for a client, if they don't already know it, I tell them what their decade ruling card is. Okay? So what we're going to do uh, now is take a short break. And when I come back, uh, we're going to open up. Uh, I'm going to actually gonna turn it into Q&A mode right now. So if you want to raise your hand, if you want to share or ask a question, uh, feel free to do so. Uh, I'm not going to take a lot of questions, but I will take a few questions. Um, and then we'll have a, an, an ending to our show. So again, if you want to know, if you're calling in on your phone, you have to hit star six and then the number one to get in the queue. And if you have the app, you can just press the button uh, to raise your hand. I believe that's what it is. So let me get a, so just a quick little song here. Uh, nothing really too long, just something something funky. Okay, welcome back. Uh, I forgot to mention something that is kind of important. Uh, For those of you who have been customers for a long time, uh, you should know, if you don't already, that we've switched over to an entirely new e-commerce system on our website. Um, It's because our old one was really getting outdated. Uh, And it was really complicated, and we had a lot of problems over the holidays when we had a sale. Uh, But we've we've ironed out most of the problems now and it's working fine so if you purchase anything now on seven thunders dot com uh, all you the content will be delivered on seven thunders now and not on e7 thunders like it was number one and the way you get to it is just by clicking on the my account tab up in the upper right hand corner of the screen uh, and anytime you order something you automatically are given an account and you're automatically logged in so it's it's actually a lot more uh, it's it's superior in a lot of ways, and I think you're going to find that ultimately it's a lot easier to use as a user. Um, okay, and we're also going to be sending out some free articles more often uh, in the near future, and there'll be product specials in those, uh, like little things, not a big sale, but just kind of like one or two items at a time, uh, to uh, reward those that are paying attention. Okay, so let's have who's calling from the 612 area code. I think that's, where is that? Is that in uh, Arizona or somewhere? Hello?
1: Are you saying 612? Yes. Oh, yeah. No, it's actually in Minnesota.
0: Minnesota. Never, never, never knew that. Well, welcome. (laughs) Who am I speaking to?
1: This is Lauren.
0: Hi, Lauren. How are you?
1: Hello. I'm well. How are you?
0: Good. Did you want to share or ask a question?
1: I have a question, um, so my birthday is four twenty eight sixty three. 28 63 okay. um, and funny funny you talked about Tauruses, because yes, Saturn is during the Christmas time, and it's, oh my gosh, it's always kind of so hard for me, and I, it's like a favorite time of year, but I always seem to have stuff that happens around the holidays.
0: Yeah, so. like, you know, people often get sick in their Saturn period. Uh, and so t- a lot of Tauruses end up being, you know, not feeling so well during Christmas, holidays. season.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, so. so, well, my question is this. I have kind of a perplexing spread this year with the Pluto result on both my, um, my regular card and then my planetary ruling. And so I have two of hearts, queen of hearts in the, my regular Six of Clubs card. And then, of course, I for the Queen of Hearts, I have the Jack of Hearts, Four of Clubs. Yeah. And I'm wondering about this. I There's been a Jack of Hearts man that's been in my life, and we can't seem, it doesn't seem to end. <laughs> we have this really strange connection, like a telepathic kind of thing that just you know and i and i know we have sun moon together so that's probably part of it that's, um, that's
0: i i would guess that's a huge part of it actually
1: yeah and he doesn't get it cuz he's not into any of this he's like a, right. a scientist doctor scientist but i'm so into all of this sure. and the freaky connection we've had where i've been able to like i know what he's thinking and feeling or i've had dreams that have come true about him predictive dreams and things. It kind of, it it really freaks him out. Uh Um, And so we, we are not together right now. Um, He's with someone else. And uh, this year has been hard for me because I feel like I've been in the spot of having to warn him about the person that he's with, that they're not, this person is not honest and, you know, is doing, has done things behind his back and so on. Um, And so, i'm it's like I don't know how to know when this is over between him and I. I mean, I have the two of hearts, queen of hearts, which I would like to have a relationship. But he's in this spread this year and seems to just overtake all of that.
0: Um, yeah. And the yeah, connection but, you know, that we have. The year, is, the year is winding down for you, you know.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: It's time to be looking at next year. And if you don't see him there, he could he's be fading there. out. Okay. No, What's, his What's his birthday? What's his birthday? He's
1: 82876.
0: Okay. So he's a Virgo. So he's a nine of clubs and he's in your Venus period. Yeah. Uh, and he's also in Jupiter. Uh-huh. Yeah. with
1: Jack of hearts. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Um, well, you know, that's how things go.
1: It, you know,
0: <laughs> you know, these things uh, like, you know, like I can, I have clients all the time and, and you know sometimes I can just see that they're in this relationship <clears throat> it's not it's really difficult it's like difficult for some reason you know I in you know, yeah. different reasons but uh, this will be a really uh, what I would call a really difficult relationship and you know my advice would be like go out leave it you know just get out of there because it's just not good and some you know sometimes honestly sometimes the people, they don't really have good connections either. Like when I look at their astrology and and, I mean, your card connections with this guy are pretty good. All right.
1: Yeah, they are. But,
0: but they're not perfect. Uh, He's a nine of clubs. You're his first karma card. First karma card relationships can be challenging. You know, Yes. they can be challenging. So uh, it, it, it's got some good in there for real, it's definitely got some good. But I use astrology with the cards because astrology unveils a whole other layer of stuff that you can't see with the cards. At least I'm not right. able to see it with the cards. You know, And sometimes right. there's some really good stuff there and sometimes there's some terrible stuff there. I mean, just terrible. Right. But I see that sometimes we just have to be with somebody. There's like a lesson that has to be learned and we don't really have any control over it. You know? I know. That's we we, we can't too. just we just can't walk away from it. Mm-mm. I just know. Just because we think we should. You know, it just doesn't work that way. So sometimes, right. like, I'll look ahead and I'll say, well, I really think you should leave this relationship now, but I can see you're not going to. <laughs> 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 They're showing up next year all over the place, you know. Right. Like that. So, you know.
1: Right.
0: So, you know, hmm. um, You'll, you'll just have to see, like, what I try to do with my clients is help them to, you know, take a look at what's really, what they really want in their life, right. you know. Right. And is, this, and is the relationship giving them what they want?
2: hmm
0: And how, if it's not, how long are they willing to wait to see if it will? Right. You know, you know just kind of right. look at it logically. Just kind of mm-hmm. look at it and say, you know, is this how much more of this shit can I take? <laughs> right. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a good question. Um, yeah. And, you know, hopefully that's what you're doing too, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. I am. Now, and well, one other, th- one oh, other thing,
0: just one other thing real quick is yeah. that just because his cards are there uh, doesn't mean, like, you can still choose if you, if you wanted to, you could choose mm-hmm. to not have him in your life. Mm-hmm. okay yeah you could you could walk out of that no matter if his cards are there or not don't don't feel like they're like some kind of a guarantee that you know mm. he's going to be in your life they're not because those cards mean other things too you know mm-hmm. yeah, but the they means.
1: can yeah so it doesn't mean so like if you have you know because we have such strong that strong karma you know and there's cosmic lesson and all this stuff and then it's interesting because his mom is a queen of diamonds and there's some pretty intense karma with her because she didn't like me <laughs>
2: uh-huh. and
1: she's very, she's very controlling of him. Yeah. And so yeah, he might be, a, this... he
0: might be a mama's boy who. He is. Well, well, okay. So think about that, uh, Lauren. <clears throat> Do you want to have a relationship with this mother? No. But well, you can't help it though if you're with him, you're with you are with his mother. Well, you right, see?
1: you're right. Yeah, I would. She's be. the
0: baggage that he's carrying around with her. This is, you know, this is really good shit. Oh, excuse my language, but this is this is no, really that's good, good stuff. though.
2: It is it is this good is, stuff, isn't it? This
0: is good stuff to look at because it's the truth. The truth of the matter is that if somebody has that kind of relationship with their parent, with their mother or their father, it's usually the mother because the mother is like. Seeking their son to take care of them, like as if they were yeah. married or something that's so common, Yeah. with yeah. mom's boys, you know and if, if yeah. their if their mother comes before their relationship mm-hmm. you, you don't want you don't want to be there trust me
1: no no, you i know, don't
0: you, you don't want to be part of that that drama
2: mm-hmm. which
0: which will never mm-hmm. end, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mm-mm. this guy's not a spring chicken or anything. It, it's likely, Mm-mm. not likely that that pattern is going to change between now and wherever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so as much as you maybe there's some something for you to learn by hanging around, being with him more. You know, perhaps you mm-hmm. know. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I I don't know. Yeah. You know.
2: I yeah, don't know me exactly. Yeah. But mm-hmm.
0: uh, if you're still attracted to him in spite of all this stuff, that's probably the case.
1: Yeah, that's what's so weird because you know I'll sit there and I'll think through all of it, and logically I totally get it all. Logically, I'm like, this is ridiculous, but there's yeah. this attraction that I can't seem to stop. Yeah,
0: well, if you keep if you keep, uh, I wouldn't try to stop it, but I would just seek to understand it better. If I were you, yeah, because Maybe that's it's, it. it's something about you. See, he's
1: yeah,
0: he's showing you part of yourself. On some yeah. level, so yeah if you can get if you can find out what it is that he's like what bell he's ringing inside of you mm-hmm. that's a huge that's a huge step that would be a huge step okay. in clarity, and you know, I mean, I had a relationship once a woman uh that I was in love with left me, and I pined for her literally for seven yeah, years. I remember years. reading about that. Seven years. I I thought about her every day. Every time I thought about her, I get a sinking feeling in my chest. It was so painful, you know? Yeah. And it wasn't until I realized what it was about her that I liked so much, that I wanted so much, that I began Mm -hmm. to get my power back and see, you know, why she was so important to me. And I was able to give myself the thing that she mm. was able to give me that I wasn't giving myself.
2: See? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that, it
0: was a very painful seven years. Yeah. <clears throat> Sadness yeah. and betrayal and seeing her be with other yeah. people,
1: all that stuff. That's kind of, that's what I've dealt with too, just betrayal and things, which I'm yeah. struggling with. Yeah. Yeah, and you're
0: very marriageable, you know, you're, you're very yeah. relationship-oriented, you would be. Now, he is moon to you, you know, so. I know. Yeah. Him being moon to you would could be a problem for him
1: because yeah. it puts
0: it puts him in the inferior position. See.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. And, uh Some men don't like that. Some men won't settle for that. Even if they yeah. love you, they just can't. Get, they just can't go there. Um,
1: yeah, that's so, what I'm wondering.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna let you go so I can talk to him okay. maybe one or two others. Yeah. But thank you for calling, Laura. It's great talking yeah, to you. Yeah. Hello Brady. Yeah, thanks for
1: your in- Yep, thanks for your input.
0: Oh, you're welcome. Bye bye. All
1: right. Bye.
0: And who do we have calling from the eight one eight area code tonight?
3: Hi, hello? my name is Presley. Hi, hello. Pres- Hi, Presley. Hi. Um, so yeah, my birthday is nine thirteen eighty four and my question is um about I I'm kind of, I really like somebody that's a five of clubs, but uh-huh. he is, you know, and, and it's, it's complicated as to how I I know him and what have you, but, um, like, he just, you know, he's not expressing much interest. Like, he'll see me, like, maybe once or twice a month. Mm-hmm. Like, at this point now, it'll be a month since I saw him. Yeah, so,
0: Presley, uh, first of all, Presley, what's all that noise in the background? Oh,
3: it's it's raining. It's, I'm in LA and I'm in my car. It's just it's oh, raining. Are those
0: your windshield wipers?
3: <laughs> no, it's just I, I don't have those. I don't have them on. It's just uh, a okay.
0: like really heavy rain. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So he's a five of clubs. Um, there's a good chance that he's having relationships with other women. You understand?
3: I guess I guess I just don't know like what can I do to make him to make it cuz I don't know like I haven't been in a relationship in several several years and I'm I don't think Well you're you're very, very
0: easy. you know you're you're kind of like have fallen in love with a dead end street in my opinion okay because fives they just can't give it up for anybody they can't be committed to somebody you know now there's are there are exceptions to this it can happen Ever so often, <clears throat> I can find a five who's happy in a relationship, but I, it's really kind of rare, to be honest, Presley. It's rare, okay?
3: So, so do you think that I I could find somebody else? Because like, it, it's just been a really long time. But I yeah. the last Did time you? I liked was a five or state, and it was his roommate, like back in the day. So that's how so. I got to know him.
0: Five, you know, you, you need like, to like, you need to like, just make a little list of like people that you should not even waste your time on. <laughs> and I would start with yeah, fives. I, mean, I would start with all the fives, yeah, okay?
3: Yeah. Well, the five of the <laughs> ended up, ended up marrying a king of uh, clubs.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's he possible. It's possible. But I guess
3: he's not. It Doesn't mean he's faithful. You're, you're right about that. Mean well, you know
0: I mean you're a jack of clubs the, the thing about you is you're so smart you understand but your mental abilities don't help you in the relationship area too much you know
2: right. yeah and I know you're trying
0: to fi- I know you're really trying really hard to figure it all out and you can but you have to have more input from your heart it can't just be your head you understand so, but I think it would be a good rule for you not to date any fives. Just don't even go there. You know, don't even bother. Don't even waste your time because they're probably not going to be able to make any kind of commitment or any kind of have any kind of real relationship with you. There's lots of other cards, I'm sure, that would absolutely adore you. Like a Ten of Clubs would probably adore you. Dear, I don't know if you heard me talking earlier. I'm a Jack of Clubs ruling card. And Ten of Clubs, we just get along great. Queen of Clubs would be great. Uh, even a Nine of Diamonds. I
3: don't know, I just, I don't know why, but I'm just, whenever I, I like somebody, it's like I've become obsessed. So, like, it's literally only been his friend and then him, and there's nobody else that I, I, I even have gone through years where yeah. I've been celibate.
0: Well, here's and the thing I, you're, I you're kind of young, and you're sort of, you're kind of young in the emotional area. Do you understand? you don't have a lot of wisdom in that area yet so you're just going you're just going for who you're attracted to and you learn you learn by what happens you learn by seeing what happens you know we all do I mean I've made some horrible mistakes in relationships I have fallen in love with people that I wasn't even compatible with (laughs) and we got together I finally got her and then we had a horrible relationship it was just terrible we should not have ever gotten together. It was horrible. But I had I to have her.
2: For
3: for, for jack of clubs, I mean, so do, do you think I could find a relationship like soon? Find yourself
0: a king of clubs. There's one born every month. They're great people. They love to be married. They're honest. They're intelligent. they
3: not honest. I, I've met a lot of them. They're all like really, they're all. I mean criminals. They're all criminals.
0: I don't know any criminal king of clubs. Well, I know a few criminal king of clubs, but they're still really smart.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and they're really nice people. All of them I met, all of them are nice. You know.
3: All the ones I've met, I haven't liked them. I haven't. Oh, I'm I, surprised. I mean, you know why? it's because it's because I I don't like their uh, dominance. Like they 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 really feel like they're the king, and I don't I don't, wanna, yeah, I don't I want to. Yeah, but they
0: can't really people. dominate you. They're actually moon to you, trust me. They're going to like you. They're not going to be able to be dominant with you. You understand? And you have a nice Venus connection with them. But anyway, you're going to fall in love with who you fall in love with, and, it, and you're going to keep falling in love with people that you're not compatible with and that are not marriageable until your heart turns inside and changes. And I don't know how long that will take, honestly. You understand? I don't know how long that'll actually take. So, nothing like in the in the year
3: cards that would foretell.
0: Such well, you can see people coming and going in the cards, but you still are going to be attracted to who you're attracted to. And if I know Jack of Clubs women, I know that they're so fixed. Their mind is so fixed about stuff like relationships and stuff. And we have a good friend who's a jack of club. She's a different sun sign than you. And she's attractive and she's hasn't had a relationship in six years. And I'm like I talked to her one day and I said, Oh my God, you got it all figured out so good that you'll never have a relationship. <laughs> she had the way she had it all figured out she was convincing Was in such a way that she would, there was never, there was never, there would never be enough. Nobody could get through all of her protection, you know, her protective concepts and stuff. Anyway, anyway, um, I appreciate you calling.
2: uh, Yeah,
3: and then just for the other caller that called earlier, if she's still listening, like, even if someone's cards are in the year, like like he was in my card, or in my, I think he was my long range card for the Nine of Diamonds last uh-huh. year, and that's when we reconnected, and I thought for sure that meant that year that it would be all about him. Well, I only saw him two times that year, but like so they, they, they can have a role in, in your year, but it would, like for me last year, it was just mainly like a preoccupation. Right. I mean, it doesn't mom,
0: mean he's actually there. Not, it could just be. Yeah. It could just mean you're thinking about him all the time. But
3: that's mm. what I thought. I thought for sure that meant. It, that's bad. why
0: I yeah. say in my book the long range card is really just a focus of interest. It's what we're focused. And on. is
3: there is there an easier way to figure out the dates of each 52 day period of time?
0: Not really. Not the well. Look at there may be. I don't. I've never taken the time to figure one out. So I just use. I just use the book. Actually, I use the software program because I have it.
3: Right. <laughs> it right. Yeah. Makes
0: it a lot easier for right. me. So I'm gonna let you go, uh, Presley. Thank you for calling. Have a great evening. All
3: right. Thank you All so right. much. Thank you. Sure. Bye bye.
0: Okay, we have one more caller uh, from the six three six area code. Never heard of that area code. Who am I talking to?
4: Hi, this is Julie.
0: Hi, Julie. Where is 636?
4: It's in St. Louis, Missouri.
0: Oh, okay. Great. Uh, A lot of area area codes I just never heard before. That's one of them. Yeah. Did you have a question or did you want to share something, Julie?
4: I have a question. So I just, um, I'm just now starting to learn the system. Okay. And... Um and i primarily um just learning it for myself, but yeah
0: that's the way um, to start really
4: right and then I did a um a close friend of mine was interested, and so i put some i put some information together for her mm-hmm. and she is it, she does she's one of the um, birth cards that doesn't have an environment or a right, displacement the fixed or card. Fixed
0: and, the fixed and semi-fixed cards. Yes. Mhm.
4: Yeah, she's a eight of clubs. Gotcha. So when I read in the book, um, well, the book said that you weren't going to cover why that why that um, that card doesn't have an environment or displacement card. So I thought maybe. You could divulge.
0: <laughs> well, it's it's because to understand it, you have to you have to understand um, the the way the system is created, which I explain in my book, uh, Exploring the Little Book of the Seven Thunders. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. it's it's like I have to show you. It's hard. It's hard to describe it. Uh, describing it will not really convey it because you have to see it on paper you have to see how they fit together and then you would understand Uh, but but these these seven cards basically don't move they don't move around the other 45 cards move around the spread every year and because of that some other card is occupying their place which is their environment card and the displacement card is the card that they're occupying that year but these uh, these six semi fixed and semi-fixed cards don't do that they don't they don't move around like that and they don't like and the, the book and the reason yeah and the reason they don't move around is because of their very nature and with that book you can learn how to create the spread you can it'll teach you how to actually do is it. called a, it, the process is called quadration and you can learn how to quadrate the deck yourself and see yourself exactly why how it works. And you'll see, oh, those cards just didn't move. Those didn't move. Everybody else moved. They didn't move. When I did the quadration, they stayed in the same place. And that's just how they are. So um, it, you know, there's probably you could probably come up with other. There's probably other reasons that could be generated about that. Whatever. But mm-hmm. the fact of the matter is they just don't move. And, and it makes them unique. It makes them very stubborn uh, as individuals because they don't move. They're, they're fixed. You, f- you see what I'm saying? They're fixed. Yep. And they're strong-willed and they, and they don't take kindly to changes. All these seven cards are somewhat fixed in their personality. Okay. So is that all you want to know?
4: Well, um, another quick question, two quick questions. Another one is, um, um, oh, I lost my train of thought. Um, so in her reading, I there seemed to be some pretty um, honest information. Like I think one of the cards that came um one of her cards um, said that there will likely be a separation or a divorce, and so I'm I'm new to this, so I didn't feel like comfortable sharing that. So, but it's all about whether a person wants to know that type of information, right?
0: Well, first of all, there there is it's not for sure. Number one, okay. So you're sharing that with her, which should be really said in the way that it's a possibility, but it's not certain. You understand? Yep. I mean, I've been doing this for 30 years, and I I never say like 100% this is going to happen. Now, I may say that I, I might see the same thing showing up in different places, like in the spreads, and I might say to a client, wow, I'm pretty sure that's going to happen, you know, like that. Yeah. But I'll never say, like, because I, I, the honest truth is it's never 100%. I never know 100% if something's going right. to take place or not. So you don't really know. And it's safe just to tell her this is what this, how this is commonly expressed, but it could be in a different way. So okay. Yeah. All right. That's
4: helpful. Does that feel thank good?
0: You. Does that yeah, feel helpful? Yeah, Thank you. And then
4: really quickly, my next, um, I believe my next step is to take the intermediate workshop. So I finished reading the first book. I haven't gotten through the Love Cards book yet. Um, Yeah. So is that my next step is to take that intermediate workshop?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, that will help you. The intermediate workshop is focused on honing your ability to interpret the cards better. And also the ability to find information uh, that would answer questions for you or the client. That's the focus of that workshop. You follow me? Yep. So, yeah, that is the next step. Um, Make sure you read the advanced chapters in uh, the Cards of Your Destiny book, though. Don't miss those because there's lots of juicy information that you can start taking advantage of there as well you
4: know okay
0: Um, and sometimes people kind of skim over those chapters i don't blame them Uh, but uh, if you want to progress and kind of get more knowledgeable there's some stuff there you can already learn from right there in the book okay okay
4: all right thank you i appreciate it
0: all right great talking to you uh julie have a great night and thanks for being my guest
1: okay thank you
0: all right bye-bye Okay, guys, I'm going to wind it up now because, uh, like I told you earlier, <laughs> I'm a little sleepy here. <laughs> but it's been great. Uh, thank you all for showing up. I'm going to uh, try to have the shows a little bit more uh, regular, a little more closer together and so forth. Um, so uh, you should see an announcement within a week of the next show. I, I really, usually in the beginning of the year, I do a show where I talk about astrology for the year like what planets are doing what and how that can affect the different signs uh, of the zodiac so I want to do that I think I'm gonna do that on my next show and that'll be a lot of fun um, just kind of like getting like an overview of what the astro- you know what kind what kind of stuff is going on in the heavens and how it might affect each of us based on our Sun sign can't get real specific Uh, because the sun signs span 30 degrees, right, as we talked about earlier. But we can definitely say some things for sure, and it'll be fun to talk about that. So have a great night. Thank you for being here, and we'll see you next time. Everybody take care.